Welcome to the Marcia Miyake Show, where our mission is to share thought-provoking ideas, practical tools, and tangible strategies to up-level your life, business, and relationships. I'm your host, Marcia Miyake, leadership and emotional intelligence consultant, executive coach, and conscious mama of two. Through solo episodes and interviews with experts in the medical, research, business, and spiritual fields, this show helps you to shift from the illusion that success in one area of your life means failure in another to the understanding that you truly get to have it all. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode. So it turns out that you might not be as self-aware as you believe. That's right. Because 95% of people believe that they are self-aware when in reality, only about 10 to 15% are self-aware. That's a shocking stat. Not only in the delusion of like 80% of people, but also that so few of us are self-aware. So let's talk about why this is an important life skill. Well, we know that self-awareness is a key component. It's foundational to being emotionally intelligent. And it has essentially two aspects. We have internal self-awareness and external self-awareness. Internal self-awareness is really understanding and knowing yourself. What are your values? What's your personality like? What are your strengths and weaknesses? Are you able to identify and label your emotions? Are you able to regulate your emotions? Do you have a high level of self-confidence? Do you possess self-efficacy? These are the internal aspects, like how well do you really know who you are? And the second external part is about how well you know how others perceive you and receive you. This is so important. I'm sure we can all think of someone where they are blind to their weaknesses. It's like they don't exist. They don't realize that they have limitations and that they have areas that they can improve on. And for obvious reasons, this is important. If I don't know my weaknesses, let's say in my relationship, how am I supposed to fix them if I'm not able to acknowledge them? And in the same way, I'm sure we can think of people where they walk into the room and they're oblivious to how people are receiving them. They don't realize they're coming off very abrasive or rude or loud and causing a disruption there it's like completely over their heads so why is this so important self-awareness is so important because it is the foundation of relationship i can only meet you as deeply as i have met myself i cannot present my authentic self to you if i don't know what my authentic self is I cannot course correct and become a better person if I don't know the areas in which I need to improve. This is so critical. I can't be in a happy relationship, whether it's intimate or a business relationship, if I don't know how I'm coming across to you. It is all about the interplay of people. Self-awareness is 
knowing enough about myself and my desires and my needs and my emotions and my values that I can present authentically to you while at the same time being conscious and aware of how I'm coming across, being mindful of how my words are impacting you and how my energy is impacting you. And if I'm able to read myself properly, that gives me a better opportunity to be able to read you properly. I'll be able to see the subtle changes in your face. I'll be able to see the way that you speak and how you respond because I see the subtle nuances and the change of your body language or your face. But unless I'm present and self-aware of myself, there's no way I can connect with you on that level. That's why this is such an important skill. And honestly, I'm baffled that only 10 to 15% of us have this. But at the same time, I'm not surprised because when were we taught this? Where was this in in the you know curriculum growing up? And how many of our parents are self aware? You know, I think a lot of us can look at our parents and be like, wow, you know, they they need to do work or they don't understand how they're coming across here, and that's fine. But now we have the awareness of hey, these are the stats. Not only are these are the stats of hardly any of us are self aware. But also, let's look at it from a business perspective. If 80% of business leaders, other workers are not self-aware, and we know that emotional intelligence increases your rate of success, then we know there's a competitive advantage there. You are just going to be better off if you increase your level of self-awareness. Now, in the higher levels of leadership, this is something that is developed because more leaders are building their emotional intelligence. More leaders are, um, you know, doing 360 feedback in different avenues where they can build build their self-awareness. But this is not a natural tendency. It's not a natural tendency for us to ask our children, ask our partner, ask our colleagues or our boss, hey, I would love some feedback on my performance, on how I'm coming across here. I genuinely ask my kids and sometimes, you know, it's not the best response, but I want to know how I'm coming across. I want to know how they are receiving me because how can I course correct if I don't know? So in terms of building this skill, the first thing that we can do is just genuinely ask and not one time, but have this a part of the way you operate. For example, couples do this in their relationship where they do check-ins. You know, I know couples that do like, you know, rate on a scale of one to 10, how the relationship is going and how am I doing on my part? That's asking for feedback. That's building that person's level of self-awareness because if they're reflecting on their week and they didn't think they did anything wrong or they thought they were attentive and their partner is like, no, actually you weren't very attentive because you didn't acknowledge this and you didn't ask about that. And then they're like, oh my gosh. Now they have the awareness, but that they didn't have before. And this is how we build that skill. So it's not just about asking one time, you know, as businesses, we, we go on these like once a year, twice a year team building retreats. And that's when we give feedback, but it needs to be part of our regular 
way of doing business and same thing with our relationships. Now, it might sound tedious, but this is how we get better. We do check-ins. We do take time to reflect. If you're not someone that takes at least time once a week to reflect and to check in with ourselves and be like, how am I doing? How am I showing up? You know, a lot of times we don't do it because we don't want to face the music. I mean, I know for me, it is not my tendency to be like, let me just reflect on my week and see how I did. Because sometimes I don't really want to know because I know I, I didn't do as good as I wanted to do. But I make myself do it because I know that I will get better from it. So an important little side note to that though, is that when we think of someone being self-aware, we think of someone being like introspective, like me, I like to really reflect and there isn't um, a correlation between the level of how much you take alone time and reflect and reflect and your level of self-awareness, meaning that the more time that you spend in reflection doesn't necessarily correlate with a higher level of self-awareness. And that's because sometimes we can get caught in our head. So for my introverts, it is your superpower to go and reflect. But remember, don't get caught up in a negative cycle. We can sit and relive something that bad that happened and we can get into this negative cycle. What we need to do is examine the thing and then immediately course correct. Okay, so 80-20 rule. It's 20% maximum on the problem or the thing that went wrong, you know, the business deal that didn't go the way you wanted or the relationship that ended or the argument that escalated. So 20% at most on that and then 80% on what would I do different? How could I course correct? How can I change this? So We want to just be, that's another level of self-awareness, right? Being so self-aware of knowing when you're getting caught in a pattern, knowing how much self-reflection is positive and how much is too much. And now you're going into a not a healthy cycle. So in summary, we want to increase our level of self-awareness because it is going to impact positively our relationships, our business. We can't fix and build something we're not willing to acknowledge. So we can't pretend the problem doesn't exist and bury our head in the sand and think it's going to go away. I always say that your life and your business, if you do nothing, doesn't just stay still because nothing stays still. If you're not growing, if you're not getting better, it's dying. And it is that extreme. It is that dire. The situation is that dire. So I want you to remember that your life and your business and your relationship are worth this effort of you going in at least once a week and reflecting. I mean, like, how did I show up? What did I do here? How can I change? And remember, you will have the competitive advantage because only 10 to 15% of us are actively building this skill. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with me today. If you love this episode, please share it with someone. And if you're a longtime listener, it would mean the absolute world to me if you would rate and review this show on iTunes. I love you so much and I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. And remember, it's not only possible to have it all, it is your birthright.